0: Hold on to your hats, the countdown to the biggest wellness event of the year is on! Join us on August 15 and 16 in Melbourne for not one, but two days of powerhouse wellness featuring 11 of Australia's most inspiring, entertaining, educating, fermentating speakers. Damo, what is fermentating? MP, I'll tell you at the summit. Your favourite Wellness Couch speakers are joined by special guest Nat Kringudis, on all things hormones and female health. Join the Up For A Chat girls, the wellness guys, the natural nutritionist Steph Lowe, Kale Brock, Quirky Cookings, Joe Witt, Marcus Pierce, and the rest of your favourite Wellness Couch podcasters. Regular and VIP tickets are still available but hurry before this summit is sold out. For tickets go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. The Wellness Summit is proudly brought to you by Well and You. Be someone that makes you happy. wellnesscouch.com streaming wellness into your lives you're listening to a quirky journey the healthy family podcast with your hosts joe Witten and leah follett Welcome to A Quirky Journey. Join us as we share our family's journeys to good health. You'll find plenty of inspiration, tips and recipe ideas, as well as stories from everyday people who've struggled and overcome health problems and diet challenges in their own families. I'm Jo Witten, author of the blog and book Quirky Cooking, and today I'm here with my friend, Kathy Benson. Hi, Kathy. Hello, Jo. Kathy um, has been on a GAPS journey as well for how long now, Kathy?
1: We started on the 1st of January this year.
0: Okay, so um, not long after we started, really. And mm-hmm. so we've been chatting about it as we go along and we are in a couple of GAPS Facebook groups together and um, I met Kathy. oh, when was it? Last year, end of last year in yes. Um when I went down to do my classes. But we've chatted online for years, haven't we? Really? That's
1: right. I think it's about, um, about six years. Yep. Because I've had my Thermomix six years, so that's how I met you yeah, in, in inverted
0: commas. Yes, <laughs> we only <laughs> met properly last year. But, that's um right. Kathy's, I asked Kathy if she'd come on to the show today to um, share her story because one of the questions I get asked a lot is uh, how do you help kids to cope with the idea of doing GAPS? If you've got sick kids that need to do GAPS, how do you get them to agree to it? How do, you, how do you handle it? Because a lot of kids will just freak out and um, Kathy's pretty much did.
1: <laughs> yes, very <laughs> but much so. they have
0: worked through it. So I think it's really awesome what you guys are doing and um, I would love for you to share your story. So if you just want to start off with explaining why you felt you needed to do GAPS, that would be great.
1: Sure. So I've, um, my husband and I have two little girls um, Freya's 10 and Kaylee's seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, Freya was diagnosed celiac uh, about five years ago yep. um, and she has um, a lot of development problems. So she's in the alternate stream of school, um, is very, very tiny. So she's 10, but she's about the um, height of a six year old. Um, and she wasn't absorbing her food properly for, well, the first five years of her life because she was eating wheat um, so that was compromising her little system Um, and I often call Freya my canary in the coal mine Mm. as in you know she's very very sensitive to additives and preservatives and those sorts of things so she's really taken us on an amazing journey of changing our our diet over the last five years.
0: Yep, usually starts with Um, kids, right?
1: (laughs) That's exactly right. That's right. So she's um, my biggest teacher because she's the one who's caused us to change lots of things, which is really exciting. Um, So I'd heard about GAPS a lot online and different things and it always sounded really, really interesting because um, of the connection between Freya's gut with the celiac and then her um, developmental delay and her um, intellectual impairment, and I mm-hmm. felt that there was potentially a connection there. Yeah. So I really liked the idea of yeah giving it a go. So um, yeah, it was something that I heard about for a long time, and then when Joe started, when you started doing it, Joe, the end of last year, it sort of finally gave me the courage to look into it more and actually give it a try.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's been a bit of a journey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ups and downs. Yes. Um, it so has. So. What, how did you approach it? Like did you just say, right, we're doing this? Or did you like spend a lot of time discussing it with your family? Or
1: So we decided um, at the end of November, so it was right after I had breakfast with you actually, that we decided to uh, bite the bullet and, mm-hmm. and look into it. So I came home, came home from breakfast and um, another friend was wanting to start GAPS as well, so we had really good support there, ordered the book um, to early December and then started talking straight away to the girls about what we wanted to do and the changes we wanted to make. Mm. So both the girls and my husband are very used to me changing how we eat <laughs> <laughs> over the years. We're always doing something new. So they're very new to that concept. But, yeah, over December, we'd started talking about making some changes and, and how we were going to re- cut some things out. And so we talked about it for a good few weeks. Yeah. And as we ran out of things, we stopped buying them. So, you know, we ran out of rice, so we didn't buy any more. Ran out of pasta, started mm-hmm. using zucchini noodles, things like that. So we sort of tried to, um, yeah, so do things gradually. That's idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was very very helpful. Um but to be honest, I thought that um because we already had a very whole foods based diet. There's a lot of facebook pages and people talk about how traumatic it can be. Mm. And I did, and actually thought that it wouldn't apply to us because we weren't yeah. going from fast food. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually thought, yeah, considering how Good as I thought our diet was, I thought we might, you know, skip through pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a bit of a shock to the system.
0: So what was it like that first week?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, luckily it was during the school holidays, so we started on the 1st of January.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, yeah, it was quite a shock. We, actually, we introduced broth during December, so we okay. started having, having broths regularly during december so that wasn't too much of a shock but um and
0: the girls were happy to drink them or did you add them to food
1: no we drank them so freya's always hated soups and anything really wet like Mm -hmm. she's very textural based so yeah we had before dinner we'd have a cup of broth Mm -hmm. every night before dinner to sort of introduce the idea yeah um but, yeah, so when we started in January, I think the first two or three days it was like everybody was just lying around with no energy mm. um, and we just, it's like we um, we didn't have the flu but it was just that yes. really lethargic state. Yeah, Yeah, lethargic. we had the achy,
0: achy. muscles. Yes, And yes. just exhausted and no, yeah.
1: Yes. No <laughs> get up and go. No.
0: Yeah, got like, up and go, got up and went. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. But the
1: biggest shock was um Freya's attitude. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She's usually um really endearing and just, you know, very happy-go-lucky, very cheerful, all that sort of thing, yeah. but she got, oh, she got so cranky. Mm. It was just amazing seeing how cranky she was over something like changing her food. Yeah um
0: and do you think that was the sugar's calling
1: <laughs> yeah I think it was yeah, yeah I think she had a major detox she got so um almost aggressive and angry mm-hmm. um for her yeah and she <laughs> she actually because we would told her that the doctor had um her pediatrician we We'd told her that the pediatrician suggested we do gaps yeah and on about day five because she was going, I hate gaps, and she was telling me all these things about how much she disliked it. So, as a way of helping her to express that, we sat down and wrote a letter together yep. to the doctor. And I actually found it this morning.
0: Oh, and she's reading this
1: letter. <laughs> dear, dear doctor, I don't like gaps because eggs and pancakes are last. I just miss hot chocolate, and I'm angry. I'm angry and unhappy because I hate gaps and it doesn't make me feel well, and I'm trying to tell you I want to stop it right now.
0: <laughs> oh, what a darling! <laughs> That's actually a really good idea, though, getting them to write things down.
1: Yeah, it was very therapeutic for her because yeah. it really helped her to be heard. Yes. So she, by writing that down, it was a real turning point for her because she felt like she'd been able to express herself. Mm. She wasn't in trouble for saying yeah. that she didn't like it we heard her we listened and that was that was really really helpful for mm. her um because it was you know it was a big deal and we'd told her that she was going to start feeling better
0: mm. and it wasn't uh, straight away so why and wasn't it, wasn't it? <laughs> it don't worry I had the same thing well. <laughs> it's not working we might as well that's stop
1: right. <laughs> that's right that's right and I suppose everybody's different, but because yeah. of our goals with Freya, it's really hard to explain to her what we want to achieve. Mm. Because it's not, um, if she had tummy aches all the time, we could easily say to her, We want to help you with your tummy ache. Yeah,
0: you'll, your tummy because, will feel
1: better. Yeah, but because for her, it's um, about how she, her ability to learn, her ability to grow, um, and those sorts of things that she's not aware of.
0: They're not it's quite hard as to tangible.
1: Yeah, it's harder to explain to someone in that situation what you're trying to achieve without making them feel like there's something wrong with them.
0: Yeah, and also because it's slow progress.
1: Yes, yes. Because I know
0: with Isaac he's much shorter than most kids his age and his little sister who's two years younger has overtaken him Mm -hmm. and so he's sort of in the same boat. And he's always saying, I wish I could grow. I wish I could grow. And I'm like, just give it time. Your body's healing. You've got to give Mm -hmm. it time and it will take off and you'll have a growth spurt and you'll notice it then. But at the moment, you just have to wait. That's right. That's right. When we look back a year, we can see a little bit of a difference, but it's not gigantic. Yeah. mm. And
1: Kaylee, who's two and a half years younger, is a whole head taller. Yep. So. Uh, everybody assumes that Freya's the younger. younger. Yeah. Mm. So you know it it does it does bother her. <laughs> yeah, of
0: course it does.
1: So, but yeah, it's harder to to see the the benefit on that's those early
0: stages.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, I think it was um, around day ten mm-hmm. when all of a sudden they just started eating it was just unbelievable so here we go Gen- january the 4th was the day that freya wrote her little letter
0: yeah
1: and yeah it was very very therapeutic <laughs> she and- she thinks i posted it to him <laughs> oops <laughs> so that's okay that's that works okay. yeah
0: <laughs> and so when Um, when you first started I think I remember you saying that they were refusing to eat yes they
1: barely they barely ate anything um and again I think it was that sugar thing the Mm. getting rid of the sugar so it was really worrying because um they're so particularly Freya's so little already for her to not be yeah yeah it was pretty scary and they did um they did lose um quite a quite a bit of weight which they both of them did, both mm. Freya and Kaylee, And, yeah, they didn't exactly have a lot any to extra to losing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So that was a bit um, of a worry. And particularly for um, other people watching. Yes, um, and doctors so and things. the grandparents and the, you know, aunts and family watching what we were doing, mm. they found that quite, quite scary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And how long did you find it before they started to put it back on again um
1: i think by the end of january they'd put the weight back on okay. so they lost it very very quickly um but yeah within by the end of the month they'd put it back on yeah. and freya's actually put on quite a bit of weight which is really good Oh,
0: that's too. good so yeah so they were refusing to eat most things or was there, was it was there certain gaps foods that they hated um at the start well the sauerkraut was a big one how'd you how'd you <laughs> manage to get that in
1: well that was um that was what
0: have you Isaac managed to get that with? in oh that's yeah. right Isaac helped yeah he doesn't really get so, like it that much either <laughs> uh
1: it was it's I think one of the one of the things we um was really helpful was to have people around us who were um you know having a tribe of people who could support yeah, us so
0: definitely the support um, is we so had important
1: Yeah, we had a few people starting gaps around the similar time. Yeah, but um, yeah, Isaac sent us a beautiful little video, (laughs) which was so great because about halfway through the video, Freya asked me to pause it. She went and got the sauerkraut out of the fridge. She brought it back over to the table where we were sitting, and she ate some. Wow! Just, just you know, in the middle of the video, it was just yeah, it was so cool. (laughs) um cuz it you know it was really getting she really connected with Isaac so i think yeah. that that um
0: seeing another yeah, child really... in the same boat probably really helped yes yeah. yes and that's... he was basically in the video um i don't know if we can link to it or anything i can try but um he was talking about how it was hard at the start but really the yes. food's not that bad when you get into it and you start to really love it and and yes. once you get to things like pumpkin pancakes, it's just so awesome, which is just pumpkin yes. And eggs. <laughs> and, yes. Exactly. And and exactly. life is great and I'm feeling better. And I guess that helped. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: And it wasn't just mummy saying these things. No. It was a bit more
0: yeah. Believable. Actually
1: one of the other yeah. One of the other things I did was I separated um. So a whole bunch of recipes into different stages. That's a good idea. So almost in, in the folder. So almost every day they, they'd ask me, Mummy, what stage are we on? And so they'd go to the folder mm-hmm. and I'd say stage one or stage two and they'd look through the recipes for stage one and two and find something they wanted to try. Oh, that's good. And then we'd also be able to look forward and they'd yeah, say, when right. when can we move on to stage three? And yeah. they'd be able to look forward and go, oh, stage three, we can have pancakes, yeah. I was so it gave them um something to look forward to yeah and they were able to ask for things they knew they could have and have something to look forward to once yeah. they were a bit better
0: yeah yeah and it really helps with um getting kids to eat healthier or getting kids to eat a special diet if they can feel like they're having a part in the choices yes
1: it? that's right yeah. yes the more they're involved in what's cooking and i find the more yeah. likely they are to try something new yes yes so Um,
0: especially if you can grow some things and cook get them cooking them or at least take them to the markets or the grocery store and get them shopping with you and then cooking with you and um or at least meal planning like you said with the recipes yes
1: that's right but I found mine,
0: mine really got involved with you know cooking the pumpkin pancakes I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be out and about and I'd come home and they'd steamed veggies to eat as snacks and, you know, it was very simple food. So kids can mm-hmm. make a lot of it themselves. Yes. Yeah. So yes, that's, that's right. Thing. So, yes, the, so, so the ten after 10 days they'd pull through that really bad stage? Mostly, yes. And then... Um, which is very encouraging for parents because they feel like, you know, when would we be able like, what if we can't cope? If you know, well yes. look, give it two weeks and mm-hmm. you'll be amazed at the differences. You can hang in there for two weeks, can't you? Yes.
1: <laughs> That's right. And it's something I see in a lot of groups. Mm. And and then, you know, within two weeks you got the people who were saying within the, you've got this rolling cycle. Yes. So you've got somebody saying, How are we gonna do it? My kids aren't eating anything and then two weeks later they're encouraging the new person
0: Just hang who's in there. He's the same boat. Yeah.
1: And it's so the same it's really, with, I
0: noticed with people doing like any diet where you're cutting way back on sugars. Yes. That first week is hard. Yes, but you just got to push through it. That's right. Mm. That's right. So, yeah, that was really <laughs> That's
1: good. Very exciting. Yes.
0: So, so did they um, react to anything within um, the time that you were adding in cuz are you on full gaps now?
1: Yeah, well sort of yeah 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 i think everybody's a bit of sort of yeah um
0: you're on so stage dairy- six ish
1: yeah we've been all been dairy free except for andrew we've all been dairy free for a couple of years mm-hmm. um and we did try that um i think it might have been around march or april and yeah that didn't the yogurt didn't yeah the yogurt mm-hmm. it didn't go down very well um, what kind of reactions did they have um well for Kaylee her dairy was always um getting constipation
0: yeah
1: yeah and so that started yeah okay. she started so having trouble straight away. And,
0: sorry so you pretty much knew straight away that was yes not, not ready for that
1: <laughs> well actually the, her reaction was completely different she actually came out in a rash oh. within about 10 minutes when all all red oh, and wow. her eyes started running and Uh Yeah, which is something that never happened before. So, but it was, yeah, it was pretty significant. Um, And Kaylee Freya got, yeah, the green, green gooey eyes and nose that, yeah, they came back. So we'll Mm. give it a try again sometime. Down the
0: track, yeah. Well, that's what I figure I didn't do too well with yogurt yet, so. Yes. So what are they loving eating now? Oh, eggs. <laughs> oh, isn't it good having eggs? <laughs> eggs. Yeah,
1: yeah, they love their eggs and they're cooking. They cook their own breakfast most days. And, and what um, do they make? Eggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In a certain way Have or it. just whatever
1: way they like? They love um, scrambled eggs. Yeah. Um, so, scrambled eggs and sauerkraut and veggies and love their broth and yeah. um, cauliflower mash.
0: That's good.
1: So, and it's all so simple. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah, it's actually so much simpler.
0: It is. And that's what I found when you, once you get your head around it, it's like, actually this kind of cooking is so basic and simple. I think I'd just like to do this for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yes. And it still tastes really good. Like Mm. I actually read something in an article online the other day that was really good about helping kids to understand why they need to do gaps and how to get mm-hmm. them in the right mindset. And, um, and it talked about how we're so, we're so confused with food, I guess, in our society. Um, we don't realize that the good stuff is, is generally very simple ingredients mm. um, cooked slowly so that there's a lot of flavor. And you go to – and they say, like, if you're traveling, mm-hmm. where do you find that kind of food? Mm -hmm. you find it in the high-end restaurants and it costs you a lot of money because it's it's how they get a lot of flavor in it's very Mm -hmm. slow cooked soft falling apart beef cheeks all of that kind of stuff it's the really good old-fashioned way of cooking Mm. and if you go to a fast food place and get cheap food you won't get it if you go to a good restaurant you will Yes. So, you know, if you say, well, we're eating like the posh restaurants, kids. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. Organic and slow cooked and heaps of flavor and traditional style broths and Mm. all sorts of veggies. I found that our um, range of vegetables increased. Um, You know, at first you've got a small range, but then you start adding in things that you wouldn't usually buy very often because you just want more variety. Have Mm -hmm. you found that? Are your kids eating new vegetables they hadn't really eaten much before?
1: Um, not really new vegetables, but certainly the quantity has increased a yeah. lot. Like I um, I didn't realise how much we were relying on things like rice yeah. and rice, rice noodles. Yes. You take the rice noodles out. Um, suddenly you've got to have. <laughs> and suddenly you've got to increase the vegetables. By <laughs> about
0: five times, no. <laughs> yeah. So we're eating much... a lot of vegetables,
1: yeah. which is really good.
0: It is, isn't it? That's what I yes. found I loved. and. Uh, my one of my kids hated peas he's always hated peas. It's like the type of kid that would hide them under the cupboard if you weren't looking and oh gosh. um yeah, he really did that. He's sixteen now. I hope he doesn't still do that, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> feed them to the dog or something but he
0: actually loves them now. Well, he eats them anyway because um they just get such an appreciation for good food and vegetables and things now yes, yes,
1: actually that's something I've noticed um is we've got some over the last few months we've had some farmers markets around yeah. and as a you know we go to the farmers markets and and the girls they just they they walk straight past most of the stalls with the you know um breads and donuts, and <laughs> donuts. <laughs> no well, even the um these are farmers market stalls so yeah. even there's not so much donuts. It's not junk food, but there's still, mm-hmm. you know, pies and jams and, yeah. and things like that. And they walk straight past them. It's like they've got tunnel vision on. Yeah. But then there's this one particular local grower, and they spot him, and they just about break into a run,
0: oh. and go straight
1: for him. And they stand, and he sells um most amazing heirloom tomatoes. Oh. lovely um local heirloom tomatoes and baby cucumbers and things and they just they line up with their you know with their cucumbers and tomatoes and they line up and they know who they want to buy from and they don't want to buy from the employees they want to buy from him oh that's so cute and (laughs) it's it is it's so amazing and they just and so they'll sit down amongst all the people at these markets and that's what they'll snack on and they'll just i think that's morning tea and they just love it
0: that's so good yeah, and you know, growing up, we ate like that. When mm-hmm. you picked it out of your garden, or you got it from the markets, it was so amazing the flavour. And yes. we would take it in to school in our lunchboxes—a whole tomato that we'd eat like an apple, or you know, a handful of green beans, or something like that. Yes. Um, so most people, though, these days have have mostly gone away from that. But it's so good. Mm. And it's just—it just really shows how. Getting back to real food just retrains your taste buds, doesn't it?
1: Yes, yes. The things that we appreciate now and the flavors we appreciate now are very different. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's
0: it's really good. You've got to tell them about, um, I think it's Freya who does the MasterChef cooking. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so cute.
1: Yeah. So we love, we love watching, watching MasterChef and, um, Freya loves watching the, particularly the elimination challenges. So that oh. the hardest recipes they have to do, oh. with the blast chillers and the sous vide oh, wow. and all the complicated equipment. And then on Saturday morning, she decides she wants to make a gaps friendly version of whatever they've made it's on Master. So and it, it's so cool. And um, so she gets out, she gets out the gelatin and the coconut cream. And she makes, you know, she makes the crumbles and the dirts with coconut and almonds to get the crumble underneath the dessert. Aww. And she replaces the sugar with honey and, and all these things. And used, um, beetroot. we've got beetroot juice to make it a nice pink colour. And <laughs> she replicates all these desserts and she talks about how she has to plate up. Yeah, and, you know, and she does a good and- job. Yeah,
0: gets her little en
1: yeah. plus all all ready. in her <laughs> little containers, so she can plate up and yeah,
0: very gorgeous. <laughs> um, if anyone would, oh, do you want people joining your gaps group? <laughs> uh, <laughs> or is that a private well, we, gaps group?
1: <laughs> yeah, we do have a little gaps group. It's um, it's locals um from our area, which has been really good, and and together we've been able to support each other and and, you know, buy in bulk and, and find different things and, and save lots of money. And, yeah, it's been really, really good to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, and I think, again, like you said, it's the support, so having the support network. And Cathy um, often posts right from the start you were posting your struggles or your successes yes. and I think that was really encouraging for other people starting to to see how you worked through things and just so interesting, like it 's like a diary now for you, you can go back and read it all
1: yeah, yeah. it is it's been um and it's been yeah you know, there's been ups and downs so it's been quite um therapeutic mm. um, and i've learned a lot about um myself as well and yeah. how i handle handle things and let other people influence me and things like that yeah. um, so for example um Letting other people determine success, um, so um, I'm just trying to think how to explain it mm. with um, with Freya, her doctors are very fixated on her height, yes, and so that seems to be they don't seem to care about anything but something they can measure and whether mm. or not she's growing and you know when you come out of an appointment. Um, with a specialist who says they're not growing as much as what they think they should, and things like that, it's very easy to lose to let someone else dictate what's important to you,
0: yeah,
1: and lose sight of all the progress we've made, like yes, the fact exactly.
0: that that they can see, um,
1: yeah, the fact that we can see that she's um, communicating better, her skin is clearer, she's got more energy, mm. um, she's more. Um, other people are having are able to understand her a lot better, Okay, she's coping, all these other things that they can't see in yeah. a clinical situation.
0: Yes, and, and it's, it's sometimes hard to explain. They want measurable. Yes. Yeah, and as a mum it's sometimes more, um, I don't know, instinctive or something. Yeah, um, Do you notice her schoolwork changing?
1: Yes, That's yes. That's one thing
0: I really noticed with Isaac. Just um, yes. being able to zoom ahead with school where he was just floundering before.
1: Well, she's um, got a lot more energy, which means that she can concentrate for longer and get through um, more yeah, work, which would is make really a big good.
0: Difference, yeah.
1: Yes, and her reading has just completely taken off, which oh, is awesome. really, really good. Yeah, so that's, that's so good. Yes, so
0: and do you feel up. a lot more confident now? with what you've done like at first it was a bit scary going against people's advice probably <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes yes it was um it was a bit hard to to start with mm. um but yeah i'm i'm pretty i suppose i sort of think um we can all my theory with food is as and as far as doing trying to do therapy with food is we've got to eat anyway. Yeah. It's not like an extra thing to do. Exactly. Um so if we can get some wins through food, mm-hmm. then um
0: killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> that's right. We've got to
1: do it anyway. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And so many you know, people often get caught up with doing um Occupational therapy and physiotherapy and mm. all these different other things, which you know are all really, really great, but um, you've got to eat anyway.
0: Yeah, so you have to so well work on that as well.
1: That's exactly right. So, yeah, we've found we've found that really good, and we know
0: how important <laughs> it is, don't we? We that's we've right. Experienced it, and I yes. think you know, food can make such a big difference. Whereas the other things. You sort of have to have a whole heap of things obviously that you're working yes. on not just food but mm-hmm. but when you see such big differences within a couple of weeks you know food is a very big part of it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. So well,
0: oh, I just find it I just am very encouraged by you guys. I think you've done amazingly well and I know there's still a there's still a fair way ahead but it's not as scary now is it?
1: No. It's, That's right
0: do you think when you get through the two years you'll be adding in other things again, like you know grains and do you know
1: um, there's certainly things that we want to be able to add in in the future, but they're more things like um, nightshades like yeah. we can't have can't have nightshades at the moment and um, some so tomatoes vitic- are
0: okay but other nightshades are not. Well oh, um, the heirloom tomatoes, you can get certain ones, can't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. We always—we knew potato was always a problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and now I think, yeah, tomato is a bit of a problem as well. Um, so, we, yeah, we're more excited about adding those sorts mm-hmm. of things back in. It's hard to imagine going back onto grains.
0: It is, isn't it? That's what I yes. find. Yes, yes. My kids are like, but can't we have spilt bread like... Once every now and then? I'm like, um, I don't know yet. We'll see. That's right.
1: That's right. Yes. It's hard. It is hard to know. It's hard to give definitive answers on that.
0: It really is. And, and I think I've sort of said to my kids, well, you know, if we're travelling and we want yes. to try a special local dish that has grains in it or, or something that we don't usually have, a little bit probably will be fine. But yes. I don't want to get into the rut of what I've done so many times before—is that big roller coaster thing of we're doing so well, start adding mm-hmm. things in, and go downhill yes. again. And that's what I yes. don't want to do. Yeah. So I think I
1: think um, long term it'll be more about if we go out and our choices are limited. Yes. Or if we get invited to a friend's place yeah, and our and choices don't want to be are rude limited. And, yeah yeah and things like that Mm. um like for example today today at work we have um a staff um staff lunch and um the um we usually cook a barbecue or something like like that now Mm. today it was funny the the team who was on cooking they bought pizza
0: yeah
1: now they they was so nice. They bought me a gluten-free pizza. Oh dear!
0: Like they'd, gone, they'd gone out
1: of their way to buy me a gluten-free pizza so that I could um, participate because yeah. usually I I yeah. don't eat because I can't eat anything, and they'd seen that I don't usually eat anything, and so they'd bought this gluten-free pizza for me. Oh dear! Which was so nice. It was. It's very sweet.
0: <laughs> so. I think
1: yeah. That's the sort of
0: thing. Yeah, I'm that's right. Sort of Same here.
1: Yeah being able to participate a bit more.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but at the same time, um, it's very easy to to make your own things and you know in advance what's going on. That's and,
0: right, and take them along.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's something we've done for a long time with um, birthday parties. Yes. For so the kids particularly is the girls are used to taking their own food. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's because they've been gluten-free and dairy-free for a long time. So they're they're not, used to that also, their own food that wasn't a big shock to them no no so that's so I think really when we talked about preparing for gaps really we've been we've probably spent about two two years preparing
0: yeah that's what I think with us too yeah yeah so the
1: while the grains was a shock um and (laughs) starches
0: probably because with gluten-free cooking there's so much starch Yes, the arrowroot. And all the pastas and everything's so high sugars really when you look at it. Yes. So that's probably why they, you know, like Freya did react so much because she would have been having a lot of that starchy stuff. Yeah, that's right. Which we don't think of. When you're thinking celiac gluten-free, you think of that as, oh, I'm eating healthy. And a lot of it you would have made from scratch yourself anyway. Yes, yes. um, Because I know what you cook like. And it Mm. wouldn't have been the packets of really high sugar stuff, Mm. but I guess it's high enough to really get a reaction when you take it away.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. So, yeah, it's been really, been really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So that's yeah, that's sort of how I think the future will will pan out.
0: Yeah.
1: And Freya loves the fact that she's teaching other people
0: about food. So.
1: They've really taken um, taken ownership of it.
0: That's awesome.
1: Um, just this week, one of her friends at school apparently wants to have lunch like hers. Aww.
0: So <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. And that's what so Isaac's that's found nice. as well. Yeah, friends saying, oh, well, I, can, I want that recipe. I really like that. So that's yes. encouraging for them to see other friends even like their food. It must be good. <laughs>
1: yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 And there's so many resources available yes. too, so many fabulous recipe sites and things. Yep. So, yeah, there's no excuse for getting bored, that's for sure. That's right.
0: <laughs> well, maybe um, you could send me a couple of links to your favourite recipes and we'll, or, or sites and we'll pop them mm-hmm. on the um, bottom of the Wellness Couch article. And, yeah, okay. And if you think of anything else you want us to link to, just let me know um, and we can maybe Freya's favourite um recipes or something she'd probably love that
1: yeah well there might be she might have a recipe she would like to share of her own too that would be awesome
0: yeah that would be really good yes all right well thank you so much for sharing because i think um like you said if people know there's other people out there doing it and they've been through the hard yards and they've gone gotten through it um they can do it too it's not it's not the end of the world (laughs) yeah
1: definitely and And it's so worth it yes
0: it's so (laughs) worth it
1: and people often say oh you know don't you think your kids are missing out and Mm. I always say to them well my kids aren't then they're missing out but they're missing out on tummy aches and brains that don't work and slurring and all those sorts of things that's what they're missing out on by eating this way
0: yeah exactly they're not missing out on food yeah it's um people sometimes think you're being a bit mean but yes. actually you'd be being mean if you didn't do it.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: for some exactly. kids. And it, we're not saying it's for everybody and every family, but when you really, really decide that you need to do it and you do mm-hmm. it, you, you'll be amazed at the changes. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kathy, And thank you, everyone, oh. for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed it and you're finding it encouraging and helpful to listen to these podcasts. If you have someone you think that we should interview and you know some great stories about gaps or gut healing or just someone who's um, been able to really help their family changing their diet, um, send us a suggestion of who to interview. We'd love to interview some other people. And you can post your questions and comments on my Facebook page or on the website, the and I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and you can also check it out on the Wellness Couch. Sorry, check out the Wellness Couch where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available. So keep working on those small changes and we'll have more stories to share with you next week. Thank you so much, Kathy. Thank you, Joe. Okay, bye. Bye.